Welcome to the Plant-Centered and Thriving Podcast. If you're listening to this episode on November 1st, happy World Vegan Day to you. Also, today is the last day to grab the positively plant-based nutrition course that I created to help you transition to plant-based on your own time. And what I love about this course is that everything is video recorded. So it's like, I'm right there in your living room, cheering you on face to face. It's just a lot of fun. So if you want to grab that, the link is in the show notes. Otherwise let's get on to the show. Welcome back to the show. I'm Ashley and I'm here with Katie and we are going to talk to you all about meal prepping today. So gear up because we're not only going to talk about how you can start incorporating meal prepping into your life, but also to how you can make meal prepping easier. So whether you're new to meal prepping or really, you know, you've been doing it for years or maybe you're wanting to get into it. This is going to be a really helpful episode for you because we're going to talk a lot about what we've learned to make our lives easier and what I teach to clients and what Katie's been doing. So let's just jump right in. So we're going to talk about, again, five kind of easy things that you can start doing, but before we even get to meal prepping to begin with, definitely go back. If you haven't listened to last week's episode on meal planning, that episode beautifully complements this episode, because we talk a lot about the foundation to meal prepping, which is meal planning. So definitely go back and give that a listen. And one thing we talked about in that episode was getting your kitchen organized, creating a space and environment that you actually want to meal plan and meal prep. Uh, so go back and listen to that and kind of learn more about what we recommended there, because having a kitchen that you actually want to be in, that you actually want to take the time to prep your meals in is also a really big part of this process as well. Absolutely. So number one is knowing what meals you want to prep for your week. And again, we're going to talk about this at the end, but you don't have to fit into a box when it comes to meal prepping. It can look however you want it to look. And part of that is just understanding, okay, well, what meals do I actually even want to meal prep? What's going to save me time? So I give myself the flexibility to pick at least one breakfast, lunch, or dinner to be a really easy recipe. So my default is usually breakfast. I want it to be easy. So if I'm prepping breakfast, it's usually a smoothie. So I have all the ingredients prepped and chopped and bagged and ready to just plop into the blender. Overnight oats, you know, you add a plant-based milk and you add your oats and you put them in the fridge, dunzos, right? That typically makes it easiest for me to make one meal super easy to prep. And then I can take a little bit longer when I'm prepping, you know, lunch and dinner. So those recipes typically are a little bit more elaborate, have more ingredients. So that for me has, has really worked, but the great thing is, you know, you can make it so you do whatever you want to, but those are typically my recommendations is you want the recipes to be simple, especially in the beginning, you know, once you get your confidence and uh, you get more comfortable in the kitchen, more comfortable cooking plant-based, certainly you can get more elaborate, but in the beginning, set yourself up for success and start with things that you like, that you know you like, ingredients that you know you like, and simple recipes. Yes. We talked a lot about that in the meal planning episode is how you can find your recipes and to choose recipes that don't have obscure ingredients or aren't taking a lot of time either, because that's not going to want to make you meal prep if you're spending a lot of time in the kitchen. Cause the whole idea with meal planning and meal prepping is to save us time is to be more efficient. So that's a big part of it as well. And even too, if you're like, well, Ashley, Katie, I, I don't know where to start. If you're really, really new to meal prepping, if you don't know where to start or what meal you even want to prep, think 
about what meal you ask yourself most often, you know, what what am I going to have right now? Or what meal sort of stresses you out the most or creates the most time or sucks the most time from you. So that looks different for anyone. It could be breakfast. It could be lunch. It could be dinner. You know, you you, maybe you come home from work and every single night or you come downstairs from work and every single night you're like, I don't know what I'm going to have. Or maybe you're rushing off to work in the morning and you're just throwing stuff into a lunchbox. So maybe lunch is the best choice for you. So ask yourself too, you know, what meal is going to save me the most time or what maybe is the most stressful meal that I make throughout the week. That's going to be helpful for me to meal prep on the weekend or whatever day it is for you specifically. Such a great tip. Think about what is most stressful to you and figure out how you can eliminate that stress out of your life. <laughs> yes. Amen to that. Such a great tip. <laughs> yeah. So with meal prepping, the second thing that we recommend is making sure that you have some meal prep containers on hand. This can be really helpful. And something that some people I see just kind of skip this step is they end up meal prepping. And then after they're done, they're like, oh, well, now what do I do with it? I'm just going to put this huge casserole dish or huge like pot in my refrigerator. So what can be really helpful is having just some meal prepping containers on hand. And thank goodness, like Target, Walmart, Costco, Amazon, all these places carry meal prep containers or containers that you can put your food into. So no matter where you're at, hopefully you can pick some up if you don't have some already. Well, some of my favorite containers are Pyrex, they're glass snapware containers that are about four cups in size. And to me, they just make the, the perfect container for like a lunch or a dinner. It's really easy to kind of portion things out and throw it in the fridge. That way I can just grab and go whenever I want. Yeah, I definitely concur with the glass. Glass you can bake in the oven. So if you do make, like Ashley said, like a casserole or something, you can pop it into the oven and then you can, that can be your container that you, you know, eat out of. So it saves on dishes and I hate dishes. So (laughs) that is definitely another advantage to meal prepping is you cut out that step. (laughs) And, And speaking of dishes, because you mentioned it, one thing that we don't think about when we meal prep. So what I do is I meal prep breakfast and dinners right now for my week. What ends up happening is I cook all my food on one day. So all those dishes are done that day. And so really the rest of my week, I'm just sort of reheating things and there are no dishes to be done. You know, it's just like throwing the dish, the meal prep container in the dishwasher, whatever it is. I don't have to wash pots and pans and casserole dishes. So it can save you a lot of time from that respect, which is really, really nice. You know, if you're in uh, a relationship or your kids are like, I don't want to do the dishes that can eliminate, like we were talking about, think about what stresses you out. And if dishes stress you out, meal prepping and meal planning are going to save, you know, take that step out. So get rid of it. So number three is having tools on hand that are going to make your life easier when it comes to meal prepping. So this is just kind of like a bonus tip is having things on hand that are again, going to make your life easier. Things like a really good knife that is first and foremost, right, Katie? Absolutely. (laughs) A lot of people are like going plant-based is going to cost me so much money. We really like to keep it, you know, cost-effective and simple. And just like anything, you, you can make it expensive if you don't know what you're doing. But one of the investments that I do recommend for everybody, and this is plant-based or not, if you're going to be doing a lot of cooking and you want to save yourself headache and time is get yourself a good, you don't have to have eight of them. You don't have to have the whole set, but get yourself one good vegetable chopping 
something nice and that is going to save you a lot of carpal tunnel and headaches. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think I've had like a, I think it's either a six or eight inch Wustoff chef knife for like over 10 years now. And it is the most incredible knife. I get it sharpened every once in a while. And it, I mean, it's just, it's lasted so long. So it, it is definitely worth it. And again, like Katie said, you don't need eight of them. Like you really could, you just need one and it's going to save you so much time. And my method is like, if it can go through a sweet potato pretty easily, then you're good to go. Other things that can be helpful are things like a food processor or having a blender on hand, just things that are going to help you because especially if you're eating more plant-based or transitioning to plant-based, oftentimes we're cutting up a lot more vegetables or just like there's a lot more knife time in general. So it can be helpful to have things like that on hand to make your life a little bit easier. And too, with this Katie and with you listening, it can be helpful too. Like if you don't want to spend a lot of time chopping up vegetables or whatever it is, is buying things that are frozen, buying vegetables that are frozen. A lot of times they come pre-chopped, which can save you a little bit of time if that's what you want to do, or even buying pre-chopped vegetables in the uh, grocery section of the grocery store too. I, I do not turn up my nose to those. I know it's going to save me time. And also too, if it's going to allow me to eat foods that make me feel good, then I'm all for it. If you do more elaborate recipes, you're going to be making sauces and maybe homemade soups and things like that. So once you get comfortable and you're at that stage, a food processor or a blender can really help you with those, with those steps. Katie, we didn't even put like an instant pot or a, a air fryer oh on here. <laughs> and now instant pot and air fryers come in like the same, same tool, which I don't have. I've heard, heard about them and seen them and they look really awesome. Yes, the Instapot and the air fryer definitely are, are great tools. If you can afford them, you can certainly get away without any of these tools, yes. right? So these are just cherries on top. If you can make it work, that are kind of additional time savers, but you don't have to. Yes. Yep. That's also a very good point as well. Number four is to make meal prepping more of a habit. And even to take that a step further is to prioritize it. A lot of times what I see is we are all very, very busy. And so when it comes to meal planning, which we talked about in last week's episode, we might wait to the last minute and then it becomes a really rushed, stressful experience. And the same goes for meal prepping. If we don't prioritize it or don't take the time to do it, it ends up becoming this sort of stressful experience that again, we don't want to do this. I don't want to do this again. You know, I had to rush through creating my meals and it was, I was all over the place. My kitchen was a mess. So it can be really helpful again to take the time to prioritize it. And if you're like, Oh, I'm not really motivated to do it. I will tell you, and this is something that I keep in the back of my mind is that action precedes motivation. So it can be really helpful if you're not really just feeling like meal prepping to just start doing it. And then once you do it, you're like, Oh my goodness, I am so glad that I did this. So I love this tip because I think this is really what changed uh, what was one of the biggest changes is I really started to understand that if I didn't kind of get my meals straight, it was such a big stress in my life. If I didn't get it organized and I didn't make it a priority, 
it really has a trickle down effect. So I don't want to say it ruins your whole week, but it really, you know, if you have a long day on Monday and that you're stressed about that, maybe your boss yelled at you or something and you get home and then you and your partner are fighting over what's for dinner because you didn't prep on Sunday. Now you're in the shame spiral. You're like, why didn't I do what I was supposed to do? And then you take it out on your partner. You know, it's just, <laughs> and then you don't sleep. And then Tuesday you're all grumpy because you didn't get, you know, you see it can be a snowball effect of really making this a way to set up your week where you take that stress away. You're not adding to it. So really understanding that why helps to identify, you know, not only do we want to be healthier and make healthier choices and we want to feel better, uh, but we want to reduce the stress in our life. And this really helps to do that. Yeah, I could not agree more. It's, it's such a game changer. And once you get into it, once you start doing it, you realize during the week, how much time you get back because you're not having those conversations of what am I having for dinner? You're not rushing out the door, just throwing anything and everything into a lunchbox and you're not doing dishes. Like you're actually, it actually ends up freeing up your time. And it can be hard to imagine that because I know when I first started meal prepping, I was like, well, I don't want to spend seven hours on a Sunday meal prepping my meals. But in reality, the more you do it, you can become incredibly efficient. I know Katie and I, at some point where it was like an hour, maybe two hours in the kitchen that we are meal prepping for our entire week. So it can give you back so much time throughout the week when you take the time just up front to invest into meal prepping. There's nothing like coming home from a long day on Monday and like opening that fridge. It's like, ah, you know? <laughs> and it has everything all beautifully set up. And all you have to do is grab it. And we haven't even talked about the great thing is you're making delicious, healthy food that nourishes your body, that gives you warm and fuzzies too. So not only are you saving on the stress, but you're eating delicious, nourishing food that you made with your own two hands. So there's so much, there's just so much benefit. And like Ashley was saying, you don't understand how much until you actually give it, a, give it a shot. And then you get addicted to it. You're like, oh my gosh, why didn't I do this? A year <laughs> yes. Oh. That's definitely how I was. I was like, why did I wait so long to do this? <laughs> and I've been doing it for years. And I can imagine not doing it because it just makes life so much easier. Yes. So last, but definitely not least, because honestly, this is one of the most important pieces is you do not have to fit into a meal prepping box. So by no means do you have to do what someone else is doing, or do you have to follow any rules? Or if this is starting to feel restrictive, it's definitely important to reevaluate what it is that you're doing, because the whole idea here, the whole idea behind meal prepping is that you're saving time, you're saving money, you're giving yourself back more time during the week to do things that you love. The whole idea is that it's like fun and enjoyable experience that you look forward to doing every single week. So with that being said, by no means do you have to do it a certain way. The idea is figuring out how you can incorporate it into your life and do it in a way that feels best to you. Yes. I love, this is probably one of the biggest things that Ashley taught me is you can throw those rules, whoever they are, <laughs> their rules, you can throw them out the window. <laughs> So when you're starting, you don't have to meal prep three meals. You can just start with, like Ashley was saying, what's the hardest meal of the day for you? If it's breakfast, if that's the most stressful, then you can just meal prep breakfast. We were talking about this in our mentorship group. If lunch recipes, if you're, if you're struggling to find a recipe for lunch, it doesn't have to look like 
you know, your plate doesn't have to look like what a lunch plate looks like. You can, you know, have lots of little mini meals, a little hummus and veggie box, a fruit box, crackers, you know, it doesn't have to look like the traditional lunch has to look. You don't have to follow those rules. So three meals a day, that's a human construct. So if you want five small meals a day, go for it. If you want two small meals and a big meal, go for it. Do what works for you. Don't feel pressure that you have to do whatever that Instagram influencer is doing. And if you don't, if it doesn't look like that, then you have somehow failed, right? Yes. You have to to do what works best for you. And part of that process too, is allowing yourself the flexibility. We talked a little bit about that, this in last week's episode, but if you meal prep your meals for the week, don't also feel like, oh, okay, well now I have to eat these meals all week. The idea is too, is to set that foundation for yourself so you can set yourself up for success. But at the same time, you know, like if a friend invites you to dinner or you want to do something different for lunch, that's totally okay. The whole idea is that we're, we're setting this foundation for ourselves. We're, we're feeling good about what it is that we're doing but also too, we're allowing ourselves that flexibility again, because that's going to make it fun and more enjoyable. And also in the long term, it's going to make it sustainable for you. Yeah. Sustainability. That's the, that's the key. That's the whole thing. If you make it easy and set yourself up for success, you're going to be much more likely to keep it up. If the process is stressful and you set yourself up to have to be perfect and the fridge has to be perfect and the meals have to be photo ready. That's not going to be sustainable. You want to be able to set yourself up for success. So start simple, start with little baby steps. Yes, definitely. Couldn't agree more. And if you do meal prep, I would love to see what it is that you're doing a shot of you in the kitchen or a shot of your meal prep. So if you end up doing it, especially if you're new or if you've been doing it for a while, obviously I would love to see that too, but uh, definitely tag me on Instagram at plant center nutrition. So I can give you a little shout out and a little like clapping hands for doing it. Cause it is just such a life changer. All right, Katie. Well, I think this was such a fun episode. I love talking about meal prepping and I can tell that you're really passionate about it too. So (laughs) thank you everyone for listening. I'm just so glad that you took the time to have us in your earbuds today. I hope you have a good rest of your day, Katie. Talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening to the Plant-Centered and Thriving Podcast today. If you found this episode inspiring, please share it with a friend or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally say thank you. Until next time, keep thriving.